What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright. I am joined by Mr. William Monroe. Well, how are you doing? Steve, I'm doing well. Just mentioned to you before the uh, podcast here, I was up to the wee hours of the night trying to get Spider-Man No Way Home tickets as they went on sale last night at midnight here on the East Coast. It took about two hours to finally get through as the, the sites clearly were not ready for the volume they were getting. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, on one hand, it's surprising because uh, like it's a Spider-Man movie, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. a high volume, like, but I guess, you know, maybe in this... I don't want to say post-COVID world, but with restrictions lifting, maybe they haven't seen this kind of volume in, in quite a while. Yeah, yeah, that's not my guess because I'm sure with you know with Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War, like those are pretty big releases that I'm sure, sure got just as much, if not more, volume than this. But who knows? Um, it's interesting. Yeah, but you got them at the end of the day, right? That is all that matters. I got them, and they were, as you said, a high volume. Um, high volume tickets are sought after. But speaking of high volume, we had a couple of high volume running backs here go down this week. <laughs> nice transition. Oh boy. <laughs> um, yes. So got some uh, interesting waiver wire things to talk about here. Uh, as a reminder on by this week, you have the Packers, the Titans, the Panthers, and the Browns. Um, so you got some running backs on by as well as some injured running backs. That's uh, that hurts, but I guess we'll start with the, the big one here, Dalvin Cook went down. I, I, we were talking before the show. I don't think we got a timeline yet. Um, no, I, it's like he's listed as doubtful. They call it, calling it a shoulder injury that they're saying is not season ending. But when that's like your first prognostic, definitely um, a little worried for long term. Yeah, and I guess uh, I'm looking now. It looks like he might have tore something in the other shoulder earlier in the year and just been playing through it. So now both shoulders might be down Oof. i don't know how you play through such a thing but yeah very tough dude i guess <laughs> yeah i guess so but uh uh alexander Matson is the one that everyone's going to want uh rostered in 51 percent of leagues so 50 50 spot or 50 50 shot whether you're going to get him or not but he's probably a guy that you're dropping most of your remaining fab on right yeah i think you have to uh he you know and, and maybe some people are burned last year because he didn't really do a ton with I think like the one or two games that he had when Cook was out last year. Uh, but he looked pretty good here. Seven for 21 with a score and then three, two catches for seven yards. So I guess the touchdown really saved his day. But San Francisco's defense is kind of tough coming into Detroit this week. So this really could be a, a pretty juicy matchup if he gets the main workload. Yeah, absolutely. He's definitely the, the cream of the crop um for this well i mean yeah it might have buried the lead there a little bit though with uh cmc yeah i was gonna say you know chuba is not as good as Matson, but he is definitely the starter for the rest of the year now um yeah. so i guess we got him further down on our list about. we could jump right to him he's rousing 39 percent of leagues now he is on bye this week that kind of sucks mm-hmm. um he's another one you're probably dropping all your fab on right yeah, and I was kind of surprised to see him only in 39%. I'm guessing that dropped just within the last few weeks. I feel like a lot of people were holding him since he had you know value for so many weeks in a row there. You're kind of hesitant to drop someone when they were putting up good numbers for you for a while. But yeah, it definitely seems like he is going to be the guy going forward. So I think he's probably the second option that you want to pick up here. But He's also someone that you're picking up for the stretch run, not for this week. So if you need to win this week, 
you might not be able to spend all your money there because uh, you're not going to get any points out of them this week. Yeah, I was surprised about the you know the roster ship as well, especially considering you know CMC came back, but he's been hurt like every week. Uh, he's been playing through it and he's been good, but you know it, it seemed like trouble was coming with him. But yeah, he's a big one. Um, another one. It doesn't seem like it's it's season ending, but uh, Swift went down. Uh, that gives the bump to Mr. Jamal Williams, rostering about 39% of leagues. Um, I haven't seen anything on Swift other than he is doubtful to play this week. Um, but I guess they heard that they, I think they think it wasn't as bad as they thought. So I think it's, you know, questionable for this week has a long layoff, which is nice, but, um, it doesn't seem like it's season ending last I heard. Yeah. I mean, if you're not out, if you're not, outright ruling him out for this week that's a good sign <laughs> as far as it being season ending you would think unless they uncover something but um he is probably th- i don't know if you'd say he's third on our list or not but he's a solid you know solid option there he could catch the ball as well so he kind of turns into this workhorse back where you assume he's going to get a lot of the volume and then going to get all the pass catching on a bad lions team um so he can end up being a league winner now i mean maybe they come in and you know they split carries um, I know, uh, who is it? Jamir, Jamar Jefferson, I, I think is the, the one at the Lions. Um, the rookie, right? Am I right? Maybe? Yes, Jamar, Jam, Jamir, Jamar Jefferson is the rookie there. They had somebody else too. I think he might be injured because they had another guy. It's like a longer last name, um, because I think with like an N. I almost want to like say Njoku type of thing that he, I want to say, was playing pretty well. One of their kick returners, I believe. You're thinking of the Vikings. He returned a kick. Not him. He, he's, he's a rookie as well. This guy oh, I don't think okay. is a rookie, but he was doing what? Because I'm pretty sure Jamar Jefferson was injured, if I, if I remember correctly. Uh, I didn't do a ton this week, but his name is Gordon Igwebuke. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, he only had one carry for 11 yards this week, but a couple weeks ago, he had a couple of big runs and scored against Pittsburgh. So... Him, I, I don't know that Jefferson's healthy, but you know there, there'll be a couple guys that'll get some carries there. Yeah, yeah, they could share it around. But Jamal Williams, you know, big benefactor there for sure. Um, Tevin Coleman, we got up on our list. Ross from eighteen percent of leagues had himself a, a pretty good week. Um, nothing outstanding, um, but you know, a solid kind of flex ish kind of week. Are you interested in Coleman? Yeah, I know we kind of had this discussion last week with him or Ty Johnson, and it looked like he was the guy. I mean, Ty Johnson had. One target, six carries, 42 yards, which is pretty efficient. But Tevin Coleman definitely got the bulk of the work. Um, so I think, you know, against an Eagles defense that bottled up Barkley pretty well and, and Freeman, but had been pretty susceptible to the run overall. Not a bad matchup. I forgot you got to plug in. 16 carries, 67 yards, had a ca- two catches for three yards. So, you know, not the most efficient, but he got the volume. And you imagine they're going to trust him again. So I probably don't spend a ton on him but he's he and and our next guy boston scott are guys i think you could probably plug in with some pretty plus matchups here against each other actually yeah they're both and you know to, to read it off boston scott uh, ross in about 90 percent of league so very similar um both kind of guys where if you miss out on the madison the jamal williams the, the chuba hubbard um good constellation prizes that you could plug in your lineup not the same kind of upside um but uh, solid flex options for both of them. But do you have a preference between the two? Uh, 
I think it's going to come down to Sanders' health. If Miles Sanders is out and we don't get Jordan Howard back, I think Scott gets like the bulk of the carries, which is nice. Coleman, I mean, if Sanders is playing, maybe you take your shot on Coleman because he's got the more inside track to more carries, but you don't know. It could, you know, Ty could bounce in there, especially with the efficiency he had. Um, it sounds like Sanders has seen like a, a foot injury. It wasn't major. Like he was in and out of the game. Um, but, it, you know, there's definitely something to take note of. It doesn't even look like they have him listed on Yahoo, but watching the game, he was definitely limping on the sideline. Uh, came back, but you don't know if he'll be somewhat limited um, this this coming week here. So Scott could be interesting. Yeah, and, you know, as much as Eagles run the ball, you know, Sanders doesn't have to be out for Scott to have value, right? Yeah, you know, if he, exactly, if and he's a just hurt, very good matchup. Yeah, and if he's just, you know, Sanders is just hurt but well enough to play, you know, they limit his snaps a little bit, they increase Scott, and then it works out. So, um, yeah, good one there. And then our last uh, option here is uh, Hilliard, 29% owned, which I'm kind of surprised about. Um, I figured he'd be rostered in more leagues because he had a big week the week prior, but um, another good week. People are a little hesitant with the way that they have been playing. I feel like every week it's been a different running back there. So yeah, but he had a good week. Uh, Unfortunately, he's on the bye. So you know, as we said with Chuba, he's not going to be helping you this week. Um, But definitely a long-term play, and then somebody that's carved out a nice role for himself, right? Yeah, yeah. One thing about him and Chuba are interesting options, but. You're not going to have him for this week. Um, so the bye week plays a factor there. Boston Scott as well. Make note, he's had the bye in week 14. So you get him for a great matchup against the Jets, but then he's going to be always the roster spot on your bench with the bye the next week. Yeah, good call out. Uh, moving over to the wide receivers, uh, Kendrick Bourne. Roster in about 23% of leagues. He's got Buffalo this week, so that's a tough matchup. Um, but he's had some big games. Uh, he. Yeah, and he's had some other games where he hasn't been great for fantasy, <laughs> um, but that's kind of Patriot wide receivers. But uh, he is definitely a, a flex-worthy option you could plug in, and somebody that probably should be rostered, especially with all these bye weeks. Uh, yeah, that is a fair amount of double-digit matchups. I mean, if we look throughout the season, um, yeah, he's uh, 18, 14, 16, 22, 20, kind of spread out there since week three. So you're going to get some boom games from him. Um, so I think it's definitely an opportunity. Buffalo's a really tough matchup, though. Tredavious White did go down with the ACL injury, so maybe not as horrible as uh, as it looks on paper, but still a very difficult matchup because the overall defense is good. Um, he does have the bye coming up next week as well, so make note of that. You know, If you're looking, you know, trying to debate between two guys, and you need something for the stretch run, you're going to get born with a very tough matchup and then a bye week. So um, take note of that. You know, but he's a big you know, boomer bust guy. Um, and, and Mac Jones has been spoke very good. So he's the one, you're probably the one rookie you're confident playing their wide receivers. Yes, sir. Another option here, Mr. Van Jefferson. Uh, he is rostered in uh, 49%, about 50-50 shot, whether you're going to get him or not. Um, he's got Jacksonville this week, so good matchup. Went off this week against Green Bay. Um, had some other good weeks. Uh, had some not great weeks. But even on those not great weeks, the target volume was there. You know, he's getting between, you know, six and nine targets every game uh, for the past four or five, something like that week. So um, he is looking good and looking pretty reliable, at least from a volume standpoint. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they're utilizing him uh, you know, with 
Robert Woods out and Odell Beckham getting worked in. Um, it's, it's interesting, like, you know, who is the number two? You, you imagine Odell has, like, the overall talent upside, the name upside, but the team knows Van Jefferson. They trust him. They clearly are targeting him still. Um, and Jacksonville's a pretty decent matchup, so they're looking to bounce back after a big loss. I I don't hate going with uh, picking him up and, and plugging him in. I think he's definitely flex consideration probably the rest of the year, you know, being that he any given week could be the number two wide receiver on the team behind cup. Yeah. And then another, uh, another young wide receiver here, Rashad Bateman, uh, again, you know, on this list every week, um, you know, I guess because he's on there every week and he had a down week this week, if you want him, you probably don't really need to bid on him, but, uh, his volume has gone down a little bit, which is concerning. Um, his past two weeks hasn't been super great from a fantasy perspective. Um, but uh, again, that just, makes him available to you for free um again he's out there in about 40 percent of leagues so if he's not picked up he probably won't be and after a bad week he definitely won't be he would think right yeah and you think maybe that goes down as well maybe he's available in more leagues if people are having to make some cuts for bi-week pickups um or just kind of some of these running backs he might be someone that gets cut so check your waivers after waivers run wednesday morning and see you might be able to scoop him up you know for minimal to free later in the week now, Russell Gage um, had himself a pretty good week. Uh, and that makes, I believe, two weeks in a row. So maybe Mr. Gage is turning into uh, the guy we wanted him to become draft season. Uh, just took, you know, half, you know, more than half the year and Ridley to go away and, <laughs> and all this other stuff to happen. But uh, two weeks in a row, does he interest you? Yeah, I mean, probably not as much as some of these other guys. I just think the upside's a little limited with the team just not being very good. But I do, you know, like what I'm seeing. Volume, you know, eight targets a lot two weeks ago, seven targets this week, got in the end zone. Um, he's getting some major catches. So I think he's a good option to have. Um, Tampa's not the best matchup. And then just statistically has some pretty tough matchups on the stretch here. But I think he's more of like an injury replacement versus, a, you know, using him as like an actual guy you want to plug and play every week. Yeah, another option that you could probably get cheap right now because he's largely forgotten. Um, because the you know the the Cardinals were just on a bye week. Uh, Kyler has been out, so he hasn't had you know some great weeks here. His last game wasn't bad, um, but a couple weeks prior to that were kind of gone. But AJ Green, uh, he's out there, or he's only rostered about forty one percent of league. So odds are you can get him if you want him. Um, might be a nice discounted guy you could get. Maybe you don't have to bid on him at all, um, but you get the upside of that Arizona offense with Kyler, I would assume, coming back this week. Yeah, and I think there's maybe still some concern about Andrew Hopkins. Uh, you know, maybe you have people worried, oh, he's coming back, so the rest of the receivers aren't going to have much value, and, and AJ Green's a little more discounted. But I think. We don't know that he's 100% yet. You know, they've been definitely more rosy on the prospects of Kyler coming back than DeAndre Hopkins. They, you know, it seemed like they were definitely holding him out through the bye, whereas Kyler each week was like, you know, had a chance to play. So we'll have to wait until we see. But, you know, if this is more serious for DeAndre Hopkins, then, you know, there's a big opening, you know, of targets on this team the rest of the year. Major Green could be a solid option down the stretch. They have some decent matchups here. Chicago coming up this week. 
um, the Rams and Detroit, who are you know solid but not great, and then Indy has been pretty good. Cowboys middle of the pack, so nothing terrifying. Um, so I, I think AJ Green's definitely an option to have on your bench, and you can kind of flex him in when needed. Yeah, agreed, hundred uh, percent. Our last option here, more of an alert: Curtis Samuel. Um, I believe he's expected to play this week. Is that correct? Yeah, and I think you know people have been waiting for a while. Everyone in, in, in draft season, um, it looks like he's going to play on a pitch count as of today. So. You know, maybe you see him get out there and, and flash a little bit, but they're going to slowly work him way back in. They want to be extra cautious, it sounds like. But uh, I think, you know, he's not a bad option to roster. Just, you know, see what happens. He's your upside shot. You're probably, you know, shouldn't be banking on getting definitive production out of him. But if he looks good and, and can bounce back to what he is, he's a big upside play. And I think he's, you know, when healthy, better than, you know, every, all the receivers on that team outside of McLaurin. Agreed. Moving over to the tight end position. Uh, not a ton of options here, Will. Um, Evan Ingram, Ross in about 34% of leagues, uh, continues to be a guy that just gets plenty of volume. Um, and with volume comes opportunity to get a touchdown. If you get a touchdown, you get a good week, right? Yeah, I think that's what you're looking at here. And, and with all the injuries to the other receivers on this team, you are... You know, definitely looking at some options uh, with Evan Ingram. Um, I think they're back up to tight end, too. Caden Smith has been injured. So uh, he seems like he's just a necessary option on this team. And it's, it's ugly, but he's definitely a guy you can throw in and play. You know, and what could be a competitive matchup against Miami. Their defense looks good last week against Carolina, but, you know, we'll see what happens there. Two offenses that aren't super explosive. Uh, two defenses that have been up and down, so you might have an opportunity for some points. Another guy that um, you might have missed, well, I don't want to say you missed your opportunity on. He's already rostered at 1% of leagues, Mr. Jack Doyle. Um, but he had a monster week this week for a tight end for sure. Um, but the weeks prior to that, he got good volume. Five targets week 10, five targets week 11, seven targets uh, You know, last week. That's pretty good for a tight end. Um, but you know, after this kind of week, you are probably going to have to pay up to get him, I would assume. Yeah, you'd think, and he's not someone I feel like that I'm super interested in. Um, you can't trust him. You know, yeah, you can't trust him. I'm in the market in our work league here with uh, with Darren Waller likely missing some time. So he's definitely going to be on the radar there. But I think Ingram and, and maybe some of the other guys we're going to talk about here are a little more appealing upside-wise than, uh, than a Doyle. Now, you know, he does have Houston this week. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, it'll be T.Y. Hilton scoring, you know, three touchdowns. Probably. So. Um, and then a bye week after that. So that's pretty tough. But maybe you get a good week out of him. We'll see. Um, Cole Komet next up on the docket rostered in about 24% of leagues. What do you think of Komet? Yeah, I like Komet. I, I had um, Kelsey in a few places here this week or in, in you know, on bye this week. Um, and I was forced to actually play Komet in one of the spots and he looked pretty good. He's getting some really good volume with Andy Dalton there, which I think people were a little surprised about because his first game didn't really do a ton when they had the transition. But this week, 11 targets, eight catches, 65 yards. So he's one of those guys that if he continues to get volume like that, you're going to be all about that for a tight end. And then, you know, if he can fall in the end zone, he's going to win you a week. He can continue to get that volume. Yeah. Agreed. hundred percent. 
Uh, our last one here, Foster Moreau and uh, with the Raiders. Russell number 1% of leagues. This is going to be an injury kind of situation. Do we know how long Waller's out for? It's not definitive. It sounds like he's already doubtful for this week. Um, they're saying, you know, not season ending, but doubtful for this week. So maybe a couple of weeks. I believe it's a knee entry. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And with, you know, rugs already out, you, you think someone's got to fill the gap. Um, now, uh, he did get five targets and that's pretty good. He just really didn't do anything with those targets. He had one reception for three yards. So, you know, the volume will probably be there, whether he does anything with it or not, it remains to be seen, but he's got Washington, uh, up next. That's always fun. Their defense, not great. Uh, Kansas city shootout potential the week after that. So, you know, maybe two solid weeks, but he's a real roll of the dice. Cause you really don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, he's one of those guys, you know, that if I have need a tight end, right, I'm going to put in claims for Komet and Ingram and Morell will be one of the kind of backfill guys that if I don't get either of them, I have like a dollar on Morell and, and he's kind of the fallback option if you're not able to get some of these bigger guys. That is fair. Now it's time to move over to streamers here, Will. Starting with the quarterback position, uh, we have Heineke. Ross about 36% of leagues against Vegas. Wentz, 58% of leagues at Houston. Uh, Tua, 33% versus the Giants. And Jimmy G, 34% at Seattle. Who do you want? I think that Wentz is kind of the, the logical option here as he's looked pretty good throughout the year. And you have Houston, a very bad matchup. But could be a big JT game. So we'll see. I mean, you know, Wentz is always due for you know, potentially having a, a big game. But I think two is the sneaky option here for me. He, you know, Heineke's interesting at Vegas, but two at home versus the Giants. Giants coming off of big win against the Eagles, so maybe they're feeling themselves a little bit, have to go on the road. Tua and and Miami, you know, have just this game before the bye week, so they, you know, maybe are trying to focus on getting this win before getting into the bye week and have you know not the hardest schedule down the stretch so i like Tua, and and i mentioned earlier and i think you know has a chance to be you know a bit of a shootout depending on how the defenses play i will go with wentz because houston i'm mad at Tua because i started him this week and the dolphins demolished the panthers and yet he did nothing for me in fantasy. Yeah, 15 points, right? I mean, yeah, obviously you'd want more, but yeah, yeah, 200, 230 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, if it wasn't for the defense, just absolutely shutting down Carolina. Um, you know, you're hoping that Cam does a little more and you're able to get more out of Tua, but not meant to be this week. No, yeah, definitely not, which is a shame. But uh, yeah, I'll go with Wentz. He's the easy matchup against Houston. No problem with Tua. He's in a good matchup too. Um and then defensive streamers. We have the Colts at Houston, the Vikings at Detroit, the Eagles at the Jets, and the Dolphins versus the Giants. Yeah, I mean, I think all are very good matchups here. I think Vikings versus Detroit is the sneaky one, and that's the one that you're probably going to have the best chance of picking up, 17% rostered. I don't know if you noticed, Steve, I stashed them this week uh, or last week in our work league uh, because they were going up against, I think, the Niners or... They had a tough matchup, so not not someone that would be played. Um, but I was riding on Carolina, somewhat shaky of a team, uh, and I believe they either have their, their bye this week, so I knew I was going to need someone. So I uh, stashed the Vikings defense and 
pretty excited to play them against Detroit this week. Yeah, smart. I might have to do that next week because I have the Patriots and they're on by next week. No, aren't they? No, maybe. I don't think no, so. They're I on know by that... week fourteen. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. So I, I might have to look ahead a little bit myself to see uh, to check that out. So that's a good thought. Um, but of the of them, I think I agree with you. I do like the Colts against Houston, but they are rostered sixty percent, so that's pretty high. Um, Eagles rostered kind of high too. Um, but yeah, I like the Colts. Uh, Vikings pretty solid against Detroit. <laughs> you know, it's Detroit. You know, you can start any defense against Detroit; be pretty okay. Um, so yeah, I'll go with the Colts if they're not available. I'm cool with taking a deep shot on the Vikings. All right, that wraps us up here for the waiver episode. Good luck, everyone, on your matchups here Monday Night Football. You're listening probably last night when you've had that game, but keep an eye out on the waivers coming down the stretch here. This is time to get your handcuffs, stash some of those defenses and and streaming quarterbacks um, for for the stretch run if you don't have an option that you can rely on. Yeah, absolutely. And tune in Thursday for our Start Sit episode. Until then. Trust your board.